The number of available unfilled job openings in America has been well above the number of unemployed people, indicating that many employers will continue to find it difficult to staff up fully. There are many associated impacts, including slower economic growth than would otherwise transpire, rapidly rising wages, greater economy-wide inflation, and labor unrest. Data collected by the School of Industrial and Labor Relations at Cornell University indicate that the number of workers on strike increased last month to more than 25,000. That compares to an average of around 10,000 over the prior three months. As indicated by journalist Noam Schreiber, in other cases, workers were on the brink of striking, including 60,000 film and television production workers. Even with a doubling or tripling of strike activity from current levels, the proportion of striking workers would fall well below levels common during the 1960s and 70s. Still, given the massive job losses sustained during the the early stages of the pandemic, one might have thought that workers would be more reluctant to test job security. But the economy has come storming back. Demand for workers is high, and employees often have the upper hand in terms of negotiating leverage. They are accordingly asking for more. For WIPR and my Bruce Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu. As we approach the final weeks of the holiday shopping season, retailers are scrambling to hire additional workers. As reported by the New York Times, Macy's is offering referral bonuses of up to $500 for each friend or family member that employees recruit to join the company. Walmart is paying as much as $17 an hour to start and has begun to offer free college tuition to its workers. Some Amazon warehouse jobs now command signing bonuses of up to $3,000. Collectively, retailers expect the holiday shopping season to be bustling this year after being impacted by COVID-19 in 2020. Many retailers went bankrupt during the pandemic's initial year, including the likes of Brooks Brothers, J. Crew, J.C. Penney, Neiman Marcus, Francesca's, and many others. These and other retailers laid off large numbers of workers in the wake of store closures and economic disruption. But retail sales bounced back quickly after the initial months of the pandemic, and many employers have been struggling to staff up fully ever since. The National Retail Federation an industry trade group, is anticipating record holiday sales and has forecast that retailers could hire as many as 665,000 seasonal workers this year. Last year, fewer than 500,000 were hired and the number of available unemployed workers was much higher back then. For WIPR and my producer Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu. In the context of significant numbers of available unfilled jobs and national unemployment now well below 5%, wages have been rising rapidly in America. Among the most prominent measures of wage growth is the Employment Cost Index, supplied by the Labor Department every quarter. Over the year ending in September, the index's measure of wages and salaries rose 4.2%. While impressive by historic standards, a more recent measure of inflation indicates that consumer prices have risen more than 6% over the past year. The upshot is that though many workers have received pay increases or have found positions that pay them more than their prior one, their cost of living is also rising rapidly. According to writer Gina Smialik, grocery store managers in Dallas are earning as much as $100 and $75,000 in base pay compared to $125,000 prior to the pandemic. Still, in many instances, wages aren't keeping up with inflation. With colder weather coming, many Americans will also see a bump in their heating bills. Food and gasoline prices have also been on the rise. Moreover, business
businesses often faced with a shortage of workers are rapidly increasing investment in automation. Orders for robots during the second quarter of 2021 were up 67% from a year earlier. For WIPR and my Bruce Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu. Consumers have already been dealing with the fastest price increases in decades, and now here comes winter. As indicated by writer Talman Joseph Smith, after plummeting during the early stages of the pandemic as the global economy shut down, energy prices have roared higher. Natural gas, which is used to heat nearly half of America's households, nearly doubled in price over the past year. The price of crude oil, which impacts 10% of households that rely upon heating oil and propane during the winter, has exhibited similar increases in price. Those costs are quickly being passed through to consumers who have become accustomed to cheaper energy prices in recent years. But now they find themselves faced with large, chunky energy bills during the next few months after already experiencing the most profound inflation since about 1990. In America, the winter months account for about 50 to 80 percent of residential fuel consumption. Last winter was warmer than average, which helped support relatively low residential energy bills. This season, even if the winter isn't severe, heating costs could rise to levels not observed for a decade. Several factors are at work, including diminished global fuel inventories and a mismatch between supply and demand as economies emerge from the pandemic. For WYPR and my producer Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu. Globally, youth employment declined nearly 9% in 2020. Among adults, the decline in employment was a less devastating 4%. According to the International Labor Organization, although labor markets continue to rebound in line with the global recovery, researchers note that the share of young people who are not employed in a training program or being educated has yet to return to pre-crisis levels in most nations. In other words, many young people have been idled by the pandemic. As indicated in a recent Bloomberg article, there are serious implications associated with young people being out of work for lengthy periods. That damages both the individual's earning prospects and societal productivity. The damaging effects go well beyond economics. In nations with relatively young populations, having large numbers of -of out-of-work youth can contribute to criminality and political instability. Even before the pandemic, the planet was facing a daunting challenge. The United Nations estimated that the worldwide economy would need to create 600 million jobs over the next 15 years to meet youth employment needs. There is reason for optimism, however. With technology changing so rapidly, young people will have opportunities their predecessors did not. For WYPR and my producer Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu.